Yeah, this ought to be fun. Like a giant psychosomatic hammer to the fucking forehead. Here we go. Behind the Shinya Show is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is an app that allows you to create some of the best podcasts known to men. Which includes none of these. And reliable is what we use to give you the truth. By we, you mean yourself, and by the truth, you mean whatever bullshit you continue to recycle inside that incredibly distinct deranged airplane hanger you call a skull. In an ever-lying world. You think the world's lying because if you can't make sense of what other people tell you, and whatever anyone tells you, it must be them being wrong and not you sounding like a fucking lunatic. That's the thing. It's, for with you, it's always a matter of, I have to be right because I'm always right, not... I'm right because I can prove it. It's I'm right because I say I am. And if you dare disagree with me, you're just an evil, bigot, bully, conservative. Because your mind is essentially a fucking Mobius strip of retarded fucking bullshit delusion. That's all it is. It's a Mobius strip of nonsense. That's all it really is. It's essentially just you repeating the same stupid fucking shit over and over again. Telling yourself that the repetition of same stupid fucking shit is an indicator of intelligence. Um, not really, no. Lying world. Whee! Anchor, the best place to create a podcast. And it's supported by the On Shined Show. It's the other way around, actually, because without Anchor, you wouldn't be able to peddle this bullshit, whereas without you, Anchor would still be going strong. Here we go again with you subtly filleting your own ego. Stay tuned. Whee! I'd rather not. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the On Shin A Show. You could have even more charisma if you stuck a porcupine on your fucking head like a hat. Where your mental fitness is our business. How is anyone's mental well-being your business at all when you're incredibly deranged little schizophrenic? Whose entire version of reality differs from objective reality? That's my question. Turn off your phone. <laughs> Look at hit notifications on his end. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Orange Show where. You couldn't have edited that bit out, dipshit. You had to immediately go back over it again. Can you imagine how hard it would be just to, like, close that recording, delete it, and then just try again, for fuck's sake? I mean, really, it's perfectly fine to do multiple takes. It's not that hard. It's better to do that than make a giant mistake that you then have to try to gloss over really quick. It's either you're so lazy you don't want to edit, or you're so stupid that you don't care how it looks when you immediately need to gloss over the mistake you just made a moment before. Your mental fitness is our business. Why? So, Why is anyone's business but theirs? Nice to be back. We have taken a, a quick break. Um, I'm here for this. Given nothing, some thought. Retooled, reclaimed, etc. I think that this is a perfect opportunity to restart back up. It is February. It is February 2021. It is Wednesday, 2021, February 17th, and 
Today is a very, very good day indeed. Valentine's Day was a few days ago when we did... It was about a week ago, and I'm not... Uh, it was on the 14th. A, um, a, a special um, podcast with the music and everything. It wasn't really a special podcast. There was nothing but music there. You didn't have any guests on. There was no interview. There was nothing of any real importance or interest. It was essentially just a bunch of shit you recycled from other podcasts that you'd done before. Um, no. Uh, but ever since, ever since Gage Kirby has appeared on the scene, it's been harder and harder to... Yeah, you know, because when you're made aware that someone else has a platform on this site as well, and they disagree with some of the things that you say, because some of the things you say either overtly lie about them or are just incredibly insane or false, it means that they're making life hard for you. No, you make life hard for yourself when you do this kind of shit, and you put it out in the public domain where other people can see it, where other people can attach your fucking name to it, where other people can locate you because of the fact you're so stupid you publicize your own location and half the time in your autistic little turds of novels. And you're wondering why it is that you can never hold down a job when you have a reputation that precedes you of being a psychotic pedophile tribally. Weird how that works, is it not? <coughs> yes, COVID. It's harder and harder to actually do podcasts and stuff because he continues to stalk us constantly, like, non-stop. Like... Dude, no one is stopping you from doing this shit. No one is barging into your fucking room or whatever and smacking your phone or microphone out of your hand and unplugging your internet connection. It's just the fact that people don't want you to have an internet connection because you're too fucking crazy and stupid to understand how to actually say something worth value. You don't say anything meaningful. And you, you never really have. Because a lot of the things that you say that you think are progressive are either insane, pedophilic bullshit, or stuff other people have already said themselves. You more or less recycle points that your own opponents use because you don't know how to think for yourself. It's... It's really, really hard to, to actually understand the mindset of Gage Kirby. Not really. You're a piece of shit. You say a whole bunch of really fucked up things about me with no evidence whatsoever. And the only reason you say those things is because you need to find a way to nail the opposing party to the wall and say that they're a piece of crap because they refuse to conform to an ideology that you're trying to stuff down their throat. That's really all it is. You attack people based upon the sim most simplistic of reasons, and then you try to make those reasons seem more justified and elaborate by making up some bullshit sob story to accompany said reasons. And if you can't make up a sob story that other people will believe, you just continue to gripe and bitch until finally the person tells you that they don't want to deal with you anymore, just walks the other direction. And then you scream victory because, in your mind, if someone doesn't want to waste time arguing with you, it's the same thing as them just giving up on everything. No, they just don't want to deal with you because, realistically speaking, there's no point in dealing with someone who's too stupid and nuts to understand that no one really cares what they say except them. It's impossible, but it's very, very hard. It's hard for anyone that's not neurotypical to understand how the average neurotypical thinks. That's pretty much how it works. Since you're not neurotypical, you don't comprehend what it means to be objectively right about anything. At all. Ever. At any point in time.
necessarily mentally steady. I'm not the one who had a mental breakdown in front of a bunch of people to the point where he had to be extracted from a building. I'm not the one who writes six to eight manifestos about the same motherfucker basically trying to make smear pieces about someone for the intention of trying to get their life destroyed off the internet when you make yourself look an ass on the internet. That's all you. No, I don't. No, I fucking don't. If someone's gay, I don't consider them to be a problem. If someone's bisexual, I don't consider them to be a problem. If someone's lesbian or transgender, I don't consider them to be a problem in the world because they're not doing anything to anyone. If I, if I dislike someone who happens to be gay, it's not because they're gay. It's because they've done other shit. Like, their orientation is completely outside of why it is they're being criticized and, excuse me, admonished. That is not the same thing as them being targeted for no fucking reason. Because it's simply untrue to try to use that as a premise. Because no one objectively believes that except you. You don't give a fuck about any community. Your entire concern has always been whether or not you can justify the shit you say about others. That's always, that's what it's always been. It's always been a personal vendetta game to you. It's never been a matter of who could this affect besides myself. It's a matter of this affects me in a way I don't like. Ergo, this person must be terminated or removed from a platform I happen to inhabit as well. Because if this person's able to argue against my narrative... People who listen to us will realize that this other person is the one sounding more reasonable out of the two of us. Or at least the one that doesn't sound full-on fucking nuts. That's how it works. Like, the person who sounds less crazy is the person people are going to be more prone to believing is credible. As to the motherfucker who's saying that the other dude is, like, running a multi-million dollar call that has, like, tanks and guns and planes and bombs and drones. When really it's, like, what, like a handful of people who made fun of you for being a fucking retard? And when everyone got tired of it, you just kept coming back to the point where I kept kicking you back and forth and saying, dude, get the fuck away from me and leave me alone. Being part of beauty and all. And it's weird because it's like, you know, most people would say, okay, well, if you stand up for, let's say, for the Muslims, or let's say, for Buddhists, or let's say, for any group of people, or any minority, that that would be an actual good thing. <coughs> that would be an actually good thing. That would be a, a perfect thing. Because we need... No, it's not. What about people who fuck animals and pedophiles? Do you think that standing up for them is a good thing? Do you think it's okay to stand up for people who are like really fucked up degenerates who do terrible shit to others for no reason? I mean, let's let's be honest here. You yourself have admitted to being a pedophile before in one of your own books. And then you immediately took it the fuck off Amazon when people started pointing out the fact that you straight up admitted to being a pedophile. And when people brought it up after the fact and started asking you questions about it, you go into denial mode where you immediately try to deny what you did when other people actually have it documented on fucking film of themselves reading the shit that you wrote where you straight up admit to being a fucking pedophile. Evil. 
need more um, more unity. You need more um, you need more community. We need more togetherness. We need we need a we need a more family type um, <coughs> connections. We need more family oriented connections. And I don't mean family oriented in the sense of the conservative definition of family oriented. I mean real family oriented meaning that Conservatives have families, dumb fuck. Why is it like left or right when it when it comes to everything with you? A family is a family. A family is any group of people who you care about, who care about you, who you've established a social or like mental and emotional bond with. Within reason. Like a family is any person that you've bonded with platonically, who you consider family, who considers you family. But the fact is, that's not the way you think. You think that anyone at all that you have any sort of connection with is automatically like a romantic partner or family, instead of just being a friend or, or a confidant or someone that you can trust. You immediately take things that would start from like a 1 severity, and then you would move them up to like a 10, because you don't know how to differentiate different types of relationships. Because in your mind, any difference in any type of relationship is immediately some sort of discrimination. When really it's because sometimes people don't, think the way you think and don't see things the way you'd like to see them. Whatever your family consists of, you know, we get together and we enjoy life. You know, whether your family consists of all straight people or some straight, some gay, all gay, some... How do your family consist of all gay people? I mean, that'd be like, okay, well, I have one gay uncle. Okay, well, if you have one gay uncle, he's obviously not going to have children. You're not going to have cousins unless he adopts a child. You don't have an aunt because he won't get married, but you have two, you'll have two uncles. But the fact is, like, that does, like, shrink the fuck out of your family. Straight, some gay, some lesbian, some trans, some bisexual, some whatever. The spectrum is endless, but at the end of the day, we... No, the spectrum is not endless. Because there are certain things that are political or, like, sexual orientations, there are certain things that are paraphilias. And I'm not about to let you add paraphilias to a sexual orientation, so fuck you. We can all manage to get along and to come together as equals. No one's ever opposed the concept of racial or homosexual or bisexual or transgender or lesbian or gay equality. No one's ever tried to fight against that equality. Anyone, no one that you've ever argued with, aside from people like Dustin Nunn, have ever opposed equality for the LGBT. The only person that presents this narrative that anyone that I associate with dislikes these people is yourself. And the only reason that you do it is because if someone doesn't like you, they have to hate everyone that occupies anything near that community. Even if you yourself don't even seem to know what your own orientation is, because it seems to change more than the fucking seasons. Try to do those sort of things. Here comes the conservatives like Gage Kirby. GC2 cult. The GC2 cult is a thing that was made up as an inside joke because your stupid ass made it. And we, I decided to do an April Fool's Day video to, as a gag to mock it. And the fact that you immediately took that as a serious thing shows how stupid you are. It was actually on April fucking Fool's Day. 
and you were stupid enough, or should I say April foolish enough, to believe that it was a real thing when it was done only as a gag. Idiot boy. Oh, I hope the COVID finishes them off. To continue to stalk the LGBT plus community. Despite the fact that no one, anyone I know or anyone that I directly associate with has ever in any way attacked the gay, lesbian, or bisexual or transgender communities. Disagreeing with someone for doing terrible shit doesn't make their orientation or gender identity the forefront of the issue. And the fact that you need to try to use that as a way to slow, like, as a slight against someone proves that you're the one that doesn't have any fucking integrity. Because it shows that you're the one trying way too fucking hard to try to nail someone to the wall over things that are none of their fucking concern. I mean, really. You're essentially trying to say anything you say is justified because you believe it is. And they will find everything to complain about. Everything to complain about. It's like they just never, ever, ever seem to to stop. When? It's like... Why? Because you don't? Because you don't have a life or a job? I mean, think about it. There are people that have not talked about you for months. Even longer than that, even. And you're sitting there confused that other people don't talk about you because they have other shit going on. I mean, what? You think someone that makes, for example, a 10-minute YouTube video. And somehow that 10-minute YouTube video accounts for the other 99.99% of the fucking day. That they're not on camera. That they're not fucking around on YouTube or Discord. You kidding me? <laughs> Are you shitting me? You think that when someone is offline doing other shit, whether they're at work, playing a video game, reading a book, writing something, whatever, like, you, th you think that they're just, like, always on YouTube up your ass? No, there are other people that are doing far more important things with their time, like getting themselves off the ground financially, than dealing with your stupid fucking screeching maligning ass. You're essentially like a malignant growth who's saying that he's the center of the universe for all these other people. Because he's gotten attached to the idea that people give him attention. And when people stop giving him that attention, he has a fucking seizure practically because he doesn't know what to do. Because it's like, if you had a life, you would be busy living your life. There's a reason that people are not online 24-7, fuckface. Granted, people have their phones to communicate with their friends and family. But that's not the same thing as, like, being on facebook live or tiktok or whatever streaming everything you fucking do from the moment you get up to the moment you go to bed every day because that's simply an unrealistic expectation i mean your whole concept of other people having a life is that other people don't say anything about anything at all it's not a matter of having a life as to opposing not having a life your whole concept is that if someone uploads anything at all online it means they don't have a life Meanwhile, you make your entire existence predicated on doing this shit. Instead of going around attacking other people's lives. And if you had a life, you would know what it's like when <coughs> you would know what it's like to actually you know the joys of life. Because you would know the joys of life. You wouldn't want anyone else to be denied that opportunity as well. Uh, no, that's not how that works. Just because someone has something that they like with their life, or has people that they care about in their life, 
doesn't mean they're going to want the same thing for someone else, especially when the other person's a complete sack of shit who has done everything in their power to destroy their own image by doing repeatedly fucked up, stupid, nasty shit that makes a bunch of people dislike them just based upon the general abhorrence of their fucking behavior. If you act like an abhorrent asshole to everyone, people don't want to be around you, people don't want to tolerate you, people don't want to talk to you or be your friend, and that is to be expected when you approach things with the attitude that you do. I mean, Josh Ferguson is someone who's completely neutral to the situation, and when he asks any sort of question at all about anything at all that you've said or done, you immediately call him stupid, you immediately call him racist, you call him transphobic and homophobic, despite the fact that he's a gay man. You attack him every chance you fucking get when he asks you anything at all about the situation, because you know you can't justify your own position. That's exactly what it is. You can't justify anything at all that you say, or anything at all that you've done. So when someone asks you questions about it, your first thought is to attack them and say that them questioning you is them calling you a liar, when really it's meant because skepticism is a natural part of wanting to get to the truth. A person is not willing to believe everyone at face value because sometimes doing that is more detrimental than actually asking questions. You'd know that if you tried to do any bit of actual research about anything. If you were appreciate life so much that you are, you want other people to appreciate their lives as well instead of going around destroying and creating havoc and confusion and mayhem and delight <coughs> in the lives of others. Just because you are so stupid that you say a bunch of screwed up things that people can easily find online doesn't mean that other people are destroying your life or trying to cause havoc or chaos or having a chaos in your life. Because all of that is a direct response of stuff you've said yourself. No one is pointing a gun in your face and making you say the things that you've said in the past and the things that you're even saying now. No one is making you say these things. If you really wanted all this shit to go away, you'd stop maintaining any type of online presence because realistically speaking, every time you have an online presence, you don't try to go about your business and leave shit over in the past. What you decide to do instead is maintain the vendettas and beefs that you've had with people because in your mind it's still going on even if people haven't talked about you in a long time. That's the thing, you have a health you have an like an unhealthy obsession with constantly needing to be in the drama to feel like you're getting anything done in your life. Lying and slandering and It's not a lie if people can actually prove it with police reports and stuff that you've said yourself. Persecuting people Oh well you're from Pakistan, you must be bad. Again, that's a false equivalency. No one is using a person's country of origin as a way to discriminate or call them anything. The fact is, you know nothing about that person. You know nothing about the culture. You know nothing about the traditions. You know nothing. I had to skip ahead for a minute, so excuse me for that. Because otherwise... Otherwise, it was going to be like a two and a half minute long tangent about whether or not bigotry based upon a person's ethnic background is wrong, which it obviously is. It's like, well, even though these people have openly attacked this idea, they're still doing it. No, you're just saying that they're doing it because in your mind, if they don't agree with you, it must be the exact opposite of everything around it. I mean, you're so stupid that you seem to think that every single idea you hold is immediately the antithesis of everyone else's ideas. Democracy and, 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 and 
manage this way of life just because your favorite president lost. No one fucking cares. You know, I mean, I voted for Hillary Clinton. Nobody cares. This is not about it. And when Donald Trump went off, when ran for president the first time in 2016, and Hillary Clinton lost. Was I upset? Yes. Guess what? Okay. There'll be another opportunity for the Democrats in four years. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Can we get on the task at hand? But there you go. He's got COVID. You have another four years. You have another four years. Right? So in four years, you have an opportunity to go and support your candidate and support the Republican Party and whatever. But instead, you know, did the Hillary supporters go and, 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 and invade the Capitol? No. Do we burn the White House? No. Do we... Go and 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 and, 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 and show ill will to to our neighbors and to our and to people who coexist with us on this earth. No, what do we do? We accept the defeat and we prepare for choice. You accepted defeat by throwing fucking tantrums. There were actually marches and shit in the street where people were actually flipping over cars and lighting buildings on fire. There were people doing it, just not nearly as well publicized. If you want to attack those idiots that invaded the Capitol, fine. There are a bunch of morons who basically showed a whole bunch of things about our country that made it look really bad. But the fact is, doing that does not make everyone look... Not everyone thinks that way. And, you know, yes, Trump won, and... You know, whether or not I agree with his policies, which I don't, <coughs> it's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. But at the end of the day, you know, he was upset about it. Okay, we, we accepted that Donald Trump won, you know, and then Donald Trump got impeached and we accepted that too. He wasn't really impeached because he was actively sitting until the end of his term. Impeach implies that he would be, like, removed from power where Pence would have been placed in charge, which he wasn't. Because impeachment means that he would actually have been removed from office, which he wasn't. He wasn't found guilty of anything because there was no way to confirm this. People have tried to prove that half a dozen times during the first year of his presidency, and no one could find anything. The only reason people like you don't like it that he won is because your whole ideology is based upon conformation, conformity and attacking those who don't conform. And because you got someone that was blunt and brash and a bit and a bit rude at times and a little bit dumb at in certain instances, you freak out about it. You mean like how Hillary and you mean like how Hillary and Bill were found out to be people on Epstein's island but no one said shit about that until afterwards? Prove it, fuck face. Like that, and we accepted it. I mean, we didn't like it, but we didn't invade the White House. We didn't go and. No, but there were like hundreds of tweets of death threats against the president. Your tweets included in that list. You know, I mean, eventually people got tired and they protested, which they have that right to do. No one's disagreeing with the protests. But in the, the day, it's like you know, 
<coughs> it was because there was something that was actually happening that shouldn't be happening. Such as? If the president loses the election, there's a 50% chance that Donald Trump will won. There's a 50% chance that Donald Trump would have lost. And he lost. Okay, so that's... It's... There's not an injustice. It just means that the president... Well, the reason... Well, it is a little bit strange that right around the time that the election comes around, COVID came up. Now, do I believe that COVID was necessarily connected to the election fraud? No. Although I do think it's a little bit weird that they were finding registrations that were voting for Biden for people who've been dead for almost 70 years. They were dead people being placed into the voting pool to tip the scales. This is not a conservative conspiracy. This is something that people have actually found because there were co-workers of mine who were voting Trump who found Biden ballots stuffed into their mailboxes where, Bi where, the, where the Biden had been selected as the winner. And these things were all had their information filled out. So a couple of my co-workers like, immediately threw them out and said, I want a ballot that hasn't already been filled out and I want one at my home. I'm not sure what came of that. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up the first bit of this. Let's see what happens next. I'm not going to bother listening to the rest of this because I know the rest of it is going to be a bunch of pointless bitching that's going to accomplish nothing at all. So let me tell you exactly what I'm going to say. Prove what you say. With statistics, evidence, video, articles written by someone else other than yourself. Prove what you say. By supplying things that you yourself have not fabricated. Do that and people might listen to you. But you won't. Because in your mind you're always right. And everyone else is always wrong. Regardless of what you say. Everyone else is always the villain. Everyone else is always the asshole. Everyone else is always the prick. You're entitled to believe what you'd like to believe. And no one is telling you otherwise. But when you're straight up trying to make other people believe what you believe. By lying about them. By attacking them, by trying to like discredit them as a person, by attacking their integrity, by bringing up shit in their past that's none of your fucking concern, you sound like a fucking douche. Because what it really comes off as at that point is some whiny little fucking turd who's trying way too hard and accomplishing way too little. Attacking someone's past problems with drugs doesn't make you look smart, doesn't make you look like you're this like 5,000 IQ big brain individual who's taking down the evil conservatives. No. You sound like a douche who needs to rely on pulling a personal card just to get under someone's skin because he knows he can't win the argument. You're like that one person that's losing an argument and when they're losing an argument they immediately resort to just calling people an idiot. I mean I've seen the way you that you've been talking to Josh for fuck's sake. You have like these stupid meltdowns where you essentially start calling him an idiot just because he refuses to be told how to feel about a situation. The guy is not particularly fond of a lot of my points of view, but at least he's willing to listen and agree where he knows for a fact there's truth. He agrees that there's some true things in some of my points of view. He acknowledges that there are some facts that I do point out. But even though he does not necessarily agree with me on a lot of them, he understands my point of view on most of them. And the fact that you continue to try to nail Josh to the wall, too. You attack him almost every other day, whining and complaining because he's not being, he's not being told what he wants, what you want to hear. 
and because he's not letting you tell him what you want him to hear, and because he wants to know what really went on, you continue to lie and call him an idiot and say that your word is good enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because if it was, you'd be able to prove it other than something by saying, good, good, bad, and that's really all you do. Your entire argument is essentially to point fingers at the other person and call them a bigot. At the end of the day, that's how you decide you win. No, it isn't. Because if your only way of dealing with arguments is throwing a fucking tantrum and trying to, like, smear your shit on the wall and calling everyone a bunch of evil fucking racist Nazi bigots, that doesn't prove anything. That doesn't really support anything that you say. Because what happens is people look at what you say they start taking notice of it. And when people start taking notice of it, they tend to realize that you're a lying sack of shit who goes above and beyond to continue to try to attach himself to other people's lives in one aspect or another just so he can sit there and talk shit about their life while at the same time trying to attach himself to people in this person's life. I mean, I've seen the shit you wrote about Kate, weirdo. It's kind of fucked up and creepy that you're trying to talk about someone like that who wants nothing at all to do with you. It's disgusting as hell that you're trying to, like, harass this person and try to make them part of your life. When, in all actuality, this person wants nothing to fucking do with you in any capacity. When this person spoke on their own behalf, you called it fake because you know you can't actually argue what they say. You basically pull the default where you start bitching immediately whenever someone says something you know you can't really beat. So, you lost. I mean, you, you lost since day one because you're trying to argue against facts by essentially saying that your fifis and your dick are more important than the truth, which they're not. They're really not. And then you go above and beyond to, like, gripe and piss and moan and screech when people refuse to be told how to feel about a situation. I mean, nobody really has to deal with you. They don't. And the fact that you keep trying to, like, make yourself a fixture in other people's lives, just so you can sit there and call them the villain and point at them and call them a monster, really emphasizes the point that you're just a fucking dick. And that nobody has to be around you. And nobody really wants to be around you. With that, get the fuck away from everyone. Stay the fuck away from everyone else's life. Get the fuck out of everyone else's life, except for those who actually choose to be around you. And piss off. <laughs>